From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Monday, March 22nd. All Utah residents age 18 and older will be eligible to receive a Moderna COVID-19 vaccine beginning Wednesday. The Pfizer vaccine will also be available for those ages 16 and up. Our partners at UPR say this vaccine rollout to the general population comes earlier than previously planned. Reporter Harley Barnes has more from Governor Spencer Cox's press conference last week. This is a a significant movement in timing. It also means that there will not be vaccine available for everyone in the state next week. I want to be very clear about that. It may take a few weeks for you to be able to schedule an opportunity to get vaccinated. The timing comes at the request of local health departments as well as the state health department. We're also concerned about the equity piece, uh, about hard-to-reach populations in rural places, frontier areas of our state, and some of our multicultural communities where we've seen lower uptake and getting those doses out. And the way to do that is that when we go into those places, we want to be able to vaccinate everyone. He also announced Utah's seven-day rolling average for new COVID-19 cases is the lowest it has been since September 13th with under 500 cases. As of Thursday, 1,080,039 doses had been administered in the state. Apart from news related to vaccinations, Cox urged Utah residents to start conserving water as the fall season was one of the driest on record and the state is starting at a deficit. Cox says 100% of Utah is in a drought right now, with 90% being an extreme drought. He says any effort to conserve water will go a long way. I'm Harley Barnes. That report comes from our partners at UPR. Speaking of water and planning for drought conditions, communities in the West that are solely reliant on groundwater are starting to run into problems. That's certainly the case here in Moab, where the community gets most of its water supply from an underground aquifer. Recent studies have found there's less water than previously thought. And that's leading now to a reckoning over development and the virtues of conservation. From our partners at KUER, Kate Gretzinger has more. Moab's water starts as snow on the nearby LaSalle Mountains. It trickles underground towards the town over thousands of years. But no one knows exactly how much is in the aquifer or how much is coming out. There's a pretty good groundwater monitoring system in the valley run by USGS, but we don't have any monitoring wells up here. That's Mark Stilson with the Utah Division of Water Rights. He met up with some colleagues and local residents on an empty lot above Moab. They're using a camera to scope out an old well that they hope to use to monitor the aquifer's water level. Going down, we're all the way down a foot. Stilson's job is to figure out how much water can be withdrawn from the aquifer each year. That's called safe yield. It needs to match the amount that's entering the aquifer, like a bank account, so it's not overdrawn. This new well could help establish that number, but the clock is ticking. A report came out last year that found the amount of water going into the aquifer could be close to what the city is using right now. John Weishait lives in Moab. He's the head of a nonprofit called Living Rivers, and he's really worried about the aquifer. We meet up at a grassy park on the south side of town. Hello. How are you? The park is also the site of a natural spring. In a way, we're monitoring right now. 
this spring is flowing and even though that's not connected to a satellite or electricity it's it's telling us right now things are okay Weishite says the new study confirmed his fear that Moab is much closer to overdrawing its aquifer than most people want to admit. But he opposes water-saving measures on their own, which the city council is exploring right now. Of course, we need to conserve water, you know. Our tree, a tree only needs 10 gallons, not 20. But if they take those 10 gallons and build another house, then why should I conserve? Instead, he thinks the city should stop new development before implementing any conservation requirements. But that may be too late, says Rosalind McCann, a professor of sustainability at Utah State University, Moab. She says Moab is going to have less water in the future, regardless of what happens with development, because it's in the middle of a global warming hotspot. Her solution? Do more with wastewater, like the system she has in her yard. So um, this is directed towards the roots of the Utah giant cherry and then the... Used water from her sinks and laundry machine is piped into her garden, which is full of flowering plants and fruit trees. Currants, irises, and lavender, just loving gray water. McCann thinks systems like this should be required on all new development, along with systems to capture rainwater. But she says she understands why people are hesitant to conserve especially if there's no transparency about where that water is going. I think that falls on the shoulders of government employees to communicate what the plan would be if X amount of water is conserved, where is that water going to go? Like, is it refilling the aquifer or going to new growth? That's where Mike Duncan comes in. He's a city council member in Moab who's becoming an expert on water issues, and he agrees that Moab's aquifer is in danger. But he says the city doesn't know how much water it's giving out right now. Every time we accept a new application from a new hotel or a new subdivision and so forth, it's basically a promise that we're going to have water for you indefinitely far into the future. I'm feeling queasy about that. To fix it, he wants the city to start attaching a set amount of water to every building application it approves. Duncan says the idea would allow Moab to track how much water is going to new users, and it would force them to conserve. Basically, you're going to put water conservation controls in there for everybody, okay? So the burden of conserving water is shared equitably across the board. But he says what they really need is that safe yield number. Because until Moab knows how much water is in its bank account, there's no way to avoid going broke. I'm Kate Gretzinger in Moab, Utah. This story is part of ongoing coverage of water in the Colorado River Basin, supported by the Walden Family Foundation. And that's the news for Monday, March 22nd. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.